Welcome to another edition of the ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. So, lots of stuff to talk about these days, but I'm going to focus on something I think I've mentioned before. But one of the things that I do on a regular basis is a project called the Strategic Intelligence System. It's something that my company invented about a year ago. We take probably, I think we're up to about 110 different variables that we look at to sort of get a feel for what's happening in the industrial community. We go as a starting point from the Fed's Industrial Production Index, which, as you know, includes manufacturing, but it also includes utilities and the oil and gas business or mining. We strip out the mining and the utilities part, and we look just at manufacturing to get a feel for what's happening with industrial production. What we have discovered over the last year or so is that this thing has about a 96 to 97 percent forecast reliability. The guy that helped design our model is a retired lieutenant colonel who did this kind of statistical work for the military. So we're essentially using what they use for battlefield planning (laughs) to look at the business community. So you can take from that what you will. So I want to talk a little bit about what we're discovering in the latest issue. We just released it about two or three days ago, and and it's got some interesting trends, very positive trends. We are particularly interested in kind of smoothing out what happened last year. I mean, if you look at all the statistical stuff that's been generated since 2020, it's all very skewed because you've got this massive loss in the second quarter and then you get this massive recovery in the third quarter, which doesn't quite take you back to where you were at the second quarter. And so whenever you try to work that information and that data in, it ends up making everything look squirrely. And we're now starting to get to the point where those are evening out and we're seeing some real numbers and it's not something that's reacting so violently to what we saw in 2020. So three conclusions that I think will be useful for your business. Number one, we're seeing pretty robust recovery on a lot of different fronts as far as manufacturing is concerned. There are definitely sectors that have been badly hit by the lockdown recession. I mean, aerospace is not going to be making a major recovery until later in the year. But automotive is up, and things dealing with agriculture are up, and medical sector manufacturing is up, and it just, the list kind of goes on and on. The trend line that we're watching was fairly benign for a while. It wasn't really moving a lot. Now it really has gotten back above where we were in 2019, as early as the end of this first quarter. And then it continues that into second quarter, begins to slow down a little bit of a dip in third quarter. And I've talked a bit about this in the past when it comes to manufacturing. One of the things we're expecting to see midsummer, late summer, is that consumers start to go back to spending on services instead of exclusively on goods. And that may have an impact on manufacturing. Obviously, not all sectors. The closer that your manufacturing sector is to the consumer, the more that you're likely to be affected by that shift back to services. And a lot of the ASA members are not really that connected directly to the consumer. Indirectly, obviously, because construction 
particularly home construction, is such a huge part of the business. The second big conclusion that was coming out of the ASIS this month was that we're seeing a bit of a recovery when it comes to supply chain. The supply chain is still very discombobulated, particularly the global supply chain. A lot of delays still coming out of Asia and even out of Europe. But it's beginning to be more predictable, I guess, is the best way to put it as far as domestic supply chain is concerned. So we're starting to see inventories balance. You don't have the big excess that you had earlier in the year. Remember that 2020 just caught everybody flat-footed. I mean, nobody was expecting this, and we were expecting a fairly decent 2020, so people had begun to build up inventory, then they were stuck with it. So now that inventory is beginning to peel away, people are not sitting on a lot of excess, which means that producers are going to have a little bit more leverage. Um, their decisions on what to produce and, and how much to produce are going to have a more immediate effect on the market. And then the third thing to observe has been the potential for inflation in some of the raw materials. I don't see that happening with oil for the time being. That's obviously a lot more important to ASA people than some of the other commodities, but you're certainly seeing it in the metals market. Steel has been going up, uh, copper has been going up, iron ore has been going up, aluminum has been going up. All of the metals have been responsive. And this is partly because companies have worked off that inventory and the producers are not yet rushing back into the market. Oil, on the other hand, has been very stable and is going to stay stable because you just haven't seen that demand factor recover. You're still dealing with people working from home, so the commutes are still reduced considerably. Um, freight transportation has come back, and that's back to where it was as far as normal consumption. But the individual driver is still down, air travel is still down, so jet fuel demand is not there. The producer decisions thus far have been kind of constrained. I mean, you saw OPEC try to reduce production, trying to get prices back up, but it was relatively unsuccessful. It didn't really have much of an impact, even on the Brent crude numbers, much less on West Texas Intermediate. So, after all of that babble, um, what we're seeing from the ASIS, the Strategic Intelligence System, is pretty good news going into first and second quarter. The graphs are all trending higher than they were in 2019, and getting back to where we were at the beginning of 2020, it's not that they're rocketing out of proportion. I mean, they're still within reasonable bounds historically. And if anyone is interested in seeing this monster, it's like 36 stupid pages long. I mean, it, it's all the graphs you could ever want. Uh, feel free to send me an email, and I'd be more than happy to send it to you. And, and you can get familiar with it and go around impressing your friends with all your graphs and charts. But it's information we think that's that's pretty indicative of a solid year. And it goes in line with a lot of the other things that we're seeing. Purchasing managers index is up and some of the other Fed studies just saw the one for the 10th district, which is the district I'm in, uh, which is kind of middle of the country, much higher numbers than they thought that we were going to see, um, like 10 or 11 points higher. So it's beginning to look a a lot more confident building than it was earlier, which is always good news.
And with that, I'm going to quit because by the time I do my next podcast, I'll probably change my mind completely and talk about all kinds of horrible things. But for now, things are looking pretty good. I appreciate your listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.